There was an idea that two podcasters could join together and cover every single superhero television show and movie that exists. Scott and Chris combined their talents to form Bingestorm and to make this idea a reality. Then Barry Allen popped in and reminded us that short of having time-altering super speed, there's no way in hell we can accomplish that in one lifetime, but we'll do what we can. So anywho, welcome back to Weekly Heroics, a two true freaks guide to heroes on TV. Fucking hot in here, but hi, welcome to Weekly Heroics, a two true freaks guide to heroes on TV, and uh, I don't know if any of these people on this show count as actual heroes, but uh, we're covering it anyway. <laughs> we're doing Legion Season 2, Episode 6, also known as Chapter 14, and I'm here as usual with uh, Chris Tyler and Pat Delmore, my Yo. loyal Summerland mates on this weird journey we're, we're doing. And it, it got extra extra special weird this week. Um, You're telling me. Uh, and this will be in the same uh, podcasting episode anyway as the last one. So, uh, as as you may have just heard, if you listen to that one, you know, well, we we ended last season with a Cronenbergian transformation of Amy into Lenny, thus uh, kind of. Uh, given us the mystery behind why she's still back. And uh, so maybe we thought, hey, they'll probably continue with that and show us the aftermath of that. Well, guess what, kids? Uh, we opened nowhere near where we left off. <laughs> As the aftermath of Amy's death-slash-transformation is tabled completely for a jaunt through some alternate reality Davids. And, uh, hey, it's an X-Men show, so you, you got to touch on that alternate reality thing eventually because nobody does it better than the X-Men. So we get scenes of a homeless David, an older rich David in his mansion, uh, an older homebound and need of care from his sister David, and she literally brushes his teeth for him, and he has apparently inherited his, his father's baldness, because uh, <laughs> yeah. he's looking kind of like a cross between Xavier and the guy with yellow skin from Sin City. Is anyone feeling that? I don't know yeah. if you guys seen Sin City or not, but uh, he kind of has that. The makeup is, is kind of creepy. So we also see David's uh, randomly making up characters on the street. Um, you know, just kind of different flashes of different characters. Uh, we get office worker David, or uh, Milton, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's carrying coffee to his workers. I like what you just posted on her Facebook past, Pat. Uh, he's carrying coffee to his workers, and he's assistant somewhere, and he's uh, reading everyone's minds, as he was wont to do. And there is a merger happening in this big boardroom scene with the company he works for, and he gleans some inside information from some of the people at the board meeting. And so he asked to speak to, we assume, is like the CEO, and she asked him what he wanted to say, and he reveals uh, what he found out, and armed with new information, the CEO refuses the deal. So they were trying to cover up a little lawsuit that would have uh, hurt the merger. <laughs> The most brilliant dig at Marvel Netflix I've ever seen. That whole bit. I guess I kind of every season of that. Every season of that show has has like a boardroom. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really see it that way, but uh, yeah, true enough. I'm sure that's what they were doing. Well, there's been plenty, plenty of callouts all over the place in this episode, uh, and some like just yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, I know you've got some stuff to say about one scene. Pat. 
Um, so we get a patented uh, Legion cover of uh, 10 years after uh, I'd Love to Change the World, which sounds really sweet. Come with me. As we follow homeless David around the city. Freaks and hairies, creeps and scaries, tell me where is sanity? Tax the rich and feed the poor, till there ain't no rich no more. Passes by a different worker, David, uh, who seems to be more in line with how he might have been before the first season. He's very drugged out. He stacks boxes, and Sister Amy has to call him to remind him to take his meds. It's very zombie-like state. Um, it's, it's essentially, you know, what what someone with schizophrenia would be just whacked out to. Did I lose you guys? Yeah. Oh shit! All right. When did no, I? I'm out of the... Okay, I think I'm back. Okay. He's back. All right. Well, hopefully, I picked up my babbling. When when did when did I lose? I heard you? everything. Okay. Um, right after I said that about uh, Marvel Netflix. Oh, well, I just said we were. I uh, heard the the cover ten years after, and um, we're looking at David Box Stacker. David, we'll call him because we need to label each David in this episode. And Amy has to con- uh, call him to remind him to take his meds. And then next we have a very methed out looking David and just looking really rough talking uh, to a friend about alternate timelines and multiverse theory as if we kind of didn't get what was going on. They hold our hands through it a little bit and just branches, man, branches of French fries. Um, watch it. That'll almost make sense. Clearly the lesson of this chapter is multiverse theory, alternate, you know, dimensions and, and realities. And we well, find the other big one What's that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. The other big one, right there in that scene, did you forget we told you Lenny was a guy? Right, yeah, but that wasn't exactly the Benny from first season, so I, I wasn't sure who that. At first I thought it was like a methed out Sid, but no, it was, I think it's somebody we really haven't seen at all. Okay. Uh, it didn't yeah, look it, like it the Benny from the didn't first ring season. any bells for me either. Yeah, because they, they actually flash back to him later, and it's the, the Benny from the first season, oh. so... Okay, I was a different dude, guy. Okay, yeah. I thought him and the shopping cart guy were the same guy. Yeah. Um, where are we here? Uh, yeah, um, and then we flash between the different alternate Davids, including happily married David with 2.5 kids. <laughs> <laughs> and next we go to some season one David and Amy scenes, talking about her engagement and Amy encouraging his uh, relationship, which was ripped right out of the first season. 
Then back to offer office worker David. This is like a fucking tennis match, kids. So try to keep up. Yeah, we're just gonna label the different Davids. But this is probably one of the highlights of the uh, this the episode right here. Back to office worker David. We'll call him Milton David, uh, who has office space. Watch it if you haven't seen it. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there would be multiple personalities. Yes, and, and, and dancing mice, and who's apparently moved up since his inside intel in the merger. So he actually has you know kind of an office job now, doing something. And suddenly he sees a mouse who starts singing and dancing to Brian Ferry's "Slave to Love" because why not? And, and that's, yeah. That's my comment on the, the Facebook page while I was watching this. It's like, dancing fucking mouse Brian Ferry, enough said. Um, <laughs> really seemed to have any deeper meaning than they wanted to put a mouse singing Brian Ferry into the, the episode. I know. Uh, it's just brilliant. Back on the streets with, uh, you know, hey, we've got the rights to Brian Ferry's Slave for Love. Where, where do we use it? Make a fucking mouse sing it. Why not? Think, yeah, okay, no, I got it. Uh, <laughs> back on the streets with a different or maybe just younger homeless David who grabs a shopping cart, and we find out later it was a younger version of the old homeless David, grabs a shopping cart and flashes back to him and Benny. Um, he is also run down by a car containing Sid, who, of course, doesn't recognize him. Back to older homeless David, who is uh, sleeping under a bridge when the cast of A Clockwork Orange shows up and starts yeah. to beat him up. And David asks, did he send you? And after that, this is almost a shot-for-shot, line-for-line copy of the movie. Until, unlike the Kubrick film, David's powers go off and he obliterates all the laughing droogs. But Leaving I, their shadows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just posted the, uh, the clip in... Um, in our Facebook group too, and it is man, you're you're crossing the line from homage to to full off Theft. plagiarism here, Noah. But we love you for it. Uh. In the Kubrick version, that bridge looks a lot like the cell that um, Doctor Kinsey was in. That's right. Yeah, it does not in the uh, in the version that they used there. But just that's what's so cool about that, just being so in the cultural zeitgeist, is you didn't even need the droogs to show up. No, no, not just really. Just a guy lying right there under the bridge, and you know what he's showing you. Yeah, all there was missing was him singing about you know Molly McGee or whatever that song was. <laughs> the old guy was singing in Clockwork Orange. Uh, but he says literally some of the same line. There's no world for old men, and what do I care if you yeah. kill me? And, you know. Men walking on the moon. Yeah, yeah, exact lines. Spaceships, no concern for law and order yeah, anymore. Yeah, exact lines. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking great. So back to Amy coming home to a medicated zombie box stacking David. Um He's listening to jungle sounds on his headphones, and David doesn't want to take his meds anymore, and we get some more flashes of his youth. David is upset and he, uh, that Amy is treating him like he's six, but he still wants that ice cream, goddammit. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Cookies and cream. Yeah. 
Back to billionaire David, who is about to sign something that will make him the richest man in the world, and we see that he was uh, the the CEO that he was coffee boy for is now his assistant, uh, and he says that he's God's chosen vessel, and talks about the Tower of Babel, and uh, he's at the peak of his power and knows the minds of everyone on Earth. And he he goes to visit Amy, who is uh, asking. It's almost uh, I, I had a flash of. Uh, was it Talia Shire talking to Michael Corleone and, and Godfather 2 on this one? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but uh, she's asking him for a new house, and David starts doing something to make her nosebleed and tells her no more houses. You don't need a house. You want a house. Later, billionaire David is chilling in his live sex room, apparently, across from uh, sitting across from Farouk, who must be very pleased that uh, David has embraced his godhood in this reality. Older homeless David is talking to himself and spouting lines from season one, and suddenly armed police are converging on him, Division 3, we assume, and he dispatches them using his powers. They send in a drone that uses some kind of, like, sonic attack on him, just as uh, David is getting to unleash his powers, Carrie with a case slices him in half with a sword. Um, Really right in half. Slices right down the middle. (laughs) No muss, no fuss. So he's working for them in this reality. And we get a flashback of season one to where uh, David tried to hang himself and then to Amy washing bald David in a tub. Just basically a montage of, of these alternate reality images all the way through this. Box stacking David is walking the street and he sees a shadowy figure walking towards him and it's our old buddy, the man with yellow eyes. And a cop hey. rolls up to question him and David becomes agitated as he keeps seeing yellow, seeing yellow-eyed dude. Uh, the cops approach him, and the visions persist, and Amy tries to show up to the rescue, but the cops are handcuffing David, and one of them pushes her, thus setting off the, the, the mean David. They punt their, point their guns at him, and one is thrown in the air, and David crushes the other one into a pulp. Oh, yeah. That was no. just lovely, yeah. Similar to what uh, the eye got in season one from Lenny, but, but much more, uh, very much like what they're doing with uh, a guy named Graviton over on... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now, I might add, too. Um, But uh, more cops show, and David is shot dead uh, and using his powers before he dies. David turns all the cops uh, into ash, basically, and their cars. And then we're back to bald and drooling David after his bath. Amy helps him into his wheelchair. Guess who he kind of looks like right now? Mm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Office David sniffs some liquid paper, which Lenny actually mentioned a couple episodes ago. So, yeah, uh, Noah's always taking notes and nothing's by accident. Meth David is still talking about branches of reality and french fries and family David is swimming and baby David is being a baby. And the next montage we see, Amy is visiting box stacking David's grave. Uh, Ball David is sitting on the bed Baby David shows up again And then we get season 1 David Again being brought by Amy to Clockworks Hospital She promises it will only be for a couple weeks They embrace and he agrees to go So we end at the beginning At the end of the episode And Amy weeps as he's being led away and Then we get a montage of Clockworks And other first season stuff we've already seen And Farouk telling him he creates his own reality Over the R.E.M. song I Am Superman so, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even... We didn't really know what to say about the last one, and that goes double this time. I know what to say about this one. This is my favorite episode of the show so far. Yeah? Uh, I agree. Yeah. It's 
it's right up there, man. Just from sheer, I don't know. Yeah, it's just just ballsy. It's just yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just I'll say what I've said before about this show. This show doesn't give a fuck what you think. No, <laughs> I, and I love it. And we were all kind of contemplating like last week. It's like, oh boy, yeah, big showdown between him and the Shadow King coming. And like, nope, sorry, left turn, you fools. But it does open up. Is this just a filler episode, or is there a point to this? Well, there's got to be a huge you know, point to is this. It, I mean, is this is this the multiple personalities? Maybe this is the multiple personalities that we're getting. It maybe this is how. David is going to deal with what's coming. Is he going to be recruiting all of the Davids from the multiverse right. or the, multiple timelines to, to yeah. deal with, with the oncoming threat? I mean, because it's, it's frightening because master of reality, Rich David is the same as Farouk. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That was, it's, it's right. Pretty well. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Given, uh, the events of the, the, episode that aired after this one um that doesn't really answer any questions at all actually (laughs) but well i mean it it, i i think this one is actually designed to to make us feel like i'm still i don't know if i'm on board with the whole everything's in his head thing i think this one actually solidified for me that everything is not in his head okay really are dealing with i said x-men level alternate reality stuff um, which I mean, we've got future Sid and and stuff like that going on that that also kind of supports that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just just I wish this kind of dropped like Netflix because I want to know everything now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I rarely have. Well, wouldn't appreciate it as much if we didn't have a week to think about some of this stuff. Yeah, and and I watch it twice too. You know, right before the show, and then right when it airs, and yeah, uh, there there aren't any other shows on TV really that that make me anticipate like this one. So well done, guys. Yeah, you, you, if you if you're using substances when you watch the show, you're gonna make damn sure that you've got a, a, a substance that's gonna be okay to use because uh, yeah, that would this this, this episode would give you a. Fucking bad trip. Man. I wouldn't go any higher yeah. than you know some good good herb or low level mushrooms. That's that's my official recommendation on Legion. Uh, but <laughs> not a cocaine show by any means. I will stick to my diet, Doctor Peppa. Yeah. Occasionally, <laughs> diet cherry, Doctor Peppa. So I like to drink a lot of coffee and, and pause and go have nicotine so my brain can keep up with things. Um, <laughs> So maybe it is a cocaine show. I don't know. Maybe like, hey, well, no, because I mean, if you're doing coffee and nicotine, you're mixing an upper and a downer. So, oh no, yeah, nicotine's an upper. That's two upper, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? That was a downer. Nah, that's just that's the the, the riddle and paradox that you take a stimulant to relax yourself, but it's really mm-hmm. only because you're relaxing because when you're not smoking, you're you know withdrawing. So, <laughs> oh, withdrawal. Yeah, no, I get bad. I, I, well, luckily, I've cut my smoking in half since I moved here. But, um, you know, when I used to smoke, like, constantly, um, if I stopped for a long period of time, I would, like, almost get narcoleptic. It would just, oh. would just start, like, nodding off all the time because I didn't have that. So my, my I'm essentially brain dead without nicotine, you know, a steady flow of stimulants into my head, apparently. 
which is not good because I don't think they'll hook me up to a nicotine drip when I'm finally in the hospital. That's um, why you got to get one of these, Scott. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still working on it. Too many other I never have to lately. go without nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kind of I don't know I'm kind of enjoying it. I, I I'm trying to cut down enough where if I get one of those I can maybe quit the actual smoke thing altogether. That's good. That we can't awesome. we can't quit the mind tripping on this show though, man. I I, no. I, I, I the the bald David. I, actually, I gotta I gotta do a side tangent here. Sure. The the wigs in this episode were not great, but the no. old age makeups are. Yeah, and I'm I assuming thought, that was Amy taking care of him. I mean, this was all about was. him and Amy, basically. Alternate realities where Amy's still okay in a lot of them. Yeah. Well, where else would you go after that bombshell that you had last episode? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's a terrifying thing because it, it – and Amy's not perfect, no. but she genuinely – cares about david yeah sure you know and it's and she's family like it's it's that's tough like those kinds of bonds are not easily broken even though she disappeared from the show after stuff started to get super crazy yeah but it is clear that he still is still concerned about her and she still is worried about him so and we got a couple more tidbits that we didn't really see in in season one about like there was some hints that maybe he had hurt her you know, yeah, it sounds like that. Um, in in some of his probably not with his powers, but you know, in, in just in general, because um, she still kind of claimed at the end of last season that she didn't know about his powers, but she did, but she didn't. Um, and then we get the uh, you know literally the prequel to you know the conversation in the car as he's being taken into clockwork. So that was very interesting, and a great scene between those two actors too. Um, so yeah, and and then we had Brian Ferry da- um, da- dancing mouse, and I'm still just waiting. I think Noah needs to like release an appendix, like the Lord of the Rings at the end of this show, to explain the fucking cow to me. Would be nice. We you know we know that was kind of Hindu Brahmin myth and shit, but. Uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be paper there's, there's gonna be papers and shit written about this show. Yeah. Like I don't know, somebody in ten years is gonna teach a college course on this because it's probably so won't take that long. Friggin' bizarre. <laughs> yeah. There's probably already the psychology of legion course over, out there somewhere. Because um, yeah, because Brian, I just anyone want to take a stab at the symbology of Brian Ferry dancing mouse? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, I thought um, the old rich David though I thought Dan Stevens was trying to play um, play him as Michelle Fassbender or Michael Fassbender good bit yeah uh, well he's definitely yeah in that mindset yeah I mean as, as egomaniacal as Magneto is he's not at the I know what everybody you know yeah. he's not the that he's yeah, he still wouldn't have that he would not have that house no no he I, wouldn't I, have that house and he still is he's the, the magneto from the movies whether it's the young or the old incarnation is still as much as he wouldn't want to admit it a human being he he has actual human feelings and emotions i don't think future rich david is no nah. he's progressed beyond that to such a point where he's He's kind of cruel too. Like he yeah. just keeps his, uh, you know, the, his the, former CEO, his former boss around, 
he keeps her around just because she resents him and he kind of yeah. enjoys that. Yeah. It's it's the cruelty of realizing that absolutely nothing can affect you, yeah. which is terrifying. <sighs> yeah, nice little, I, little commentary about the 99% versus the 1% in there, too, to be sure, I think. Yeah. Um, holy crap, yeah. I, my head was spinning by the end of this. Very early at the beginning of this, I'm like, Okay. Uh, time to yeah, I had to, pick, I had to pick my jar up off the floor when the when the mouse started singing. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, like, what? Is that Brian Ferry and that mouse actually singing it? Okay. What was Slave to Love used in recently? I don't know. Oh, it was used in something. Now I'm gonna have to look it up because it was in something re- something else recently. I mean, I guess that could be a pretty pretty symbolic because David is kind of a slave to love to either Sid or Amy or, oh. you know. Yeah. Um, still not getting the mouse correlation, but uh, <laughs> mm. unless, you know, David was a mouse and now he's a lion, you know, in, in that particular timeline. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. Mouse, Brian Ferry. That's all you need to know, kids. Why are you not watching Legion? <laughs> um, pretty much zero with the uh the Summerland crew. This was all just yeah, just alternate realities and kind of our little primer on on the weirdness that we love about X Men or don't love so much about X Men, but I think it's working here. Uh, well they work them into the flashback, especially uh Gene Smart. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they were like, you know, let's let's put a button on, you know, it was really important. When they touched hands, yeah, uh, and that face, um, Lenny cradling him at the end too. Oh right, he tries to yeah. run that. This land in front of the door, and now she's holding him. Yeah, I'm sure it was a very purposeful choice of, of scenes that they reshowed us. Absolutely. <clears throat> Yeah. Did they ever say how he got from Clockworks to being in the that swimming pool with Division Three? Like what the transition was? I watched that episode a few times. And I felt like it was just all going on simultaneously. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was real cloudy as far as the. I mean, that bounced around in time so much anyway. Those first episodes, um, or that first episode. You know, it was literally the the part with the the swimming pool. I mean, I assume it was after the first interrogation, and after you know he put Lenny in the wall, or Sid put Lenny in the wall. Anyway, uh, yeah, there was some fuzzy stuff going on in that, but yeah, that may be too that uh, you know everything is happening at the same time. It and just maybe alternate realities or alternate realities inside his own brain. Because they had Farouk, you know, driving home the point again that you create your own reality. So we're we're being led to believe that either David is literally making the world at this point or something, or or I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to think. Honestly, I'm just talking because it's a podcast and that's what I'm supposed to do. But I'm completely in the fucking dark here. <laughs> Still don't know who the man in the tree is. Um, I think we might get a hint. If next episode there's a little something something that happens near the end that uh, okay 
Mike okay. will be back in the. You guys haven't seen it yet, or I am. No, I am about. I'm a week behind. So, yeah. um, all right, I'll say no more though. But you'll you'll probably do the same. Ooh, wait, <laughs> that I do at the end of it. So. All right, all right. We'll see. We'll be talking about that in a week. Uh, so we got a scene from Clockwork Orange, Mouse, Brian Ferry, and. You know, that's you had me at Mouse Brian Ferry, so <laughs> yeah. just just rolling right along here. And I don't have anything else. That's why we read them to you, kids. Because yeah, you're... this one is uh, it, this is just fodder for speculation. This episode because it's so just out there. I mean, obviously, the whole him being in a wheelchair ball thing is just like here you go, X fan here here here's a present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still think it might be leading to Xavier is actually the big bad of this whole thing. Um, that would be awesome. We did float that out there. I don't know Who how knows? they're going to put that out. You know how they're going to make that happen. Well, but. you just have a you just have a really powerful bald older psychic guy, yeah. and you never have to call him anything other than him or I still think that man. They're, they're or you don't have the, to say Charles. I'm still going to believe that they're keeping. You know, Patrick Stewart's actually signed on for a cameo, and they're just keeping it really under wraps for us. And then I will see. Like, go worship at the fucking Temple of Noah for the rest of my life if he managed to pull that off somehow. Um, I just found out he wrote four novels. Really? <laughs> and I'm reading one of them right now. It's called The Good Father. Hmm. It's from the point of view of a guy whose son assassinated the... Uh, presidential candidate that was the front runner in the election Oh shit! just trying to figure out what the hell happened like why his kid did that so it's like the father of the fucking manchurian candidate basically sort of close to yeah (laughs) tell it's noah holly too because every every other chapter is like here's a short biography of john hinckley here's a short biography of sirhan sirhan yeah (laughs) oh shit well, as we've reported before, he's uh, actually Noah's supposed to be in talks to do a Doom movie, a Doom solo yeah. movie, Doctor Doom, that is. Oh, so what the hell could that possibly be? Except okay, you know what? All right, I <laughs> I'm loving this show. I don't know if I want that sensibility, this his sensibility going into ooh, the greatest. One of the right. greatest Marvel villains. No, of all I mean time. I don't think they would let him do this in a big budget movie of any kind and i don't want dr doom divorced from the fantastic four sorry no but i mean this guy might be the one to do it though man he can he can kind of like fit something into an existing universe without actually naming anything specific and Mm. i think that they've kind of done it pretty well in this I don't know, but I, all right. Well, I, st- start fan casting. Who, who, what? Do, are there any good uh, Eastern European actors out there that we can? I would have loved to see. I think Mad Mickelson could fucking pull it. That's off. exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. It's uh, just I think he's just a little too old now. Maybe, yeah, maybe if you're going to do like a Doom origin story, definitely. To be honest, I really like Toby Cattell and then the horrible fucking recent reboot of him. I liked what he did with well, Toby. Yeah. Toby's too young. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I, I really kind of liked what he did with. No, the he's human a doom. he's a good actor when you give yeah. him good material. I don't know if you guys have seen Rock and Rock and Rock and Roll up, but he's yep. awesome in that. Yeah. 
So, I, yeah, I wouldn't even know how to fan cast I need to watch that, that again, in fact. Didn't, didn't they make a follow-up to Rock and Roll? I don't know if they've made the real Rock and Roll yet. i got to check on that because I would be excited to see it because everybody in that movie is aces. <laughs> like, I just would love to – I want to see the sequel to that. Hey, other good uh, weekly uh, – other more Noah Hawley um, news anyway that um, I posted this on our Facebook page too. We have a Facebook page. Go check out uh, Weekly Heroics at uh, A True True Freak's Look. Guide to Heroes on TV. Just search for that on Facebook and you will find us. You'll find us. You know, we always us. post lots of news and, 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 you know, impulsive comments about shows we're watching. And uh, <laughs> a couple of points of news, uh, there's a movie coming out called Pale Blue Dot that Dan Stevens uh, just joined the cast of and Noah Hawley's um, you know, either producing and or directing, I guess. And he's going to be the husband of Natalie Portman's astronaut character. So, mm, you know, okay. I'm, I'm there, you know. Um, when, I, when I like a particular artist's style or director's style or even actor, you know, I tend to follow them and, and like to see everything they do. So We all do because we're yeah. nerds. Yeah. That's what uh, we do. And uh, awesome news about uh, Agents of Shield is returning for a sixth season. Um, Shorter season, but still, yeah. it's, it's coming back. Yeah. And you know what? I get it, man. It's like it's continuous advertising for the Marvel universe, and it's, I'm sure it's not costing ABC hardly anything. Uh, and it's going to happen after the events of uh, this, whatever the next Avengers movie is. So they, they okay they are touching on Thanos stuff in it right now, or they mention weird happenings in New York. I don't know if anyone's going to go poof at the end of this season or anything, but... Nah, they won't do that. Cause... Probably not, yeah. Um, but, yeah, excited that they're they're giving them a little more time, so that's awesome, because it's been a pretty good season. Uh, yeah, every every season of that show got better. Yeah, and, and Jake Busey's been in it recently. He's, Ooh! You can't, so you can't beat that little Busey brother action. Um, so, yeah, good news on the... Uh, um, I think most of the CW shows have been picked up again. Yeah, they're all coming back. Black Lightning, too, I hope, right? Um, that I don't know, but I'm sure it is, I though. I need to finish that, that season. What? I do, I do too. I, I'm, I I'm way behind that. on all the mainstream you Me, too. I'm waiting for them all. They all hit Netflix as soon as they wrap up. They pretty much have yeah, the yeah, last Yeah, Black Lightning's episode. on Netflix now. I just need to get in there and finish mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Yep, and uh, Constantine is going to be a full-time member of Legends of Tomorrow next season. So that is nothing wrong with that because awesome. that that kid deserves to play that character. Yeah. What is this City of Demons thing that I keep seeing uh, J.M. DeMatteis talk about? Yeah, so, uh, it's on the CWC. I don't, a seed. I would. I don't even know if it started yet, but it's going to be all animated, and sounds like almost very adult, or at least you know, kind of not really directed as at kids uh Constantine so yeah animated but Matt uh Reeves is not Matt Reeves um Matt Lucas Matt no, Ryan Matt Ryan that's it um, not the football player yeah no, actually no. um is doing the voice for him again so yeah he's he's getting some some paychecks as John Constantine got to love it good yeah. good Hopefully, I, yeah, I'm still holding out hope for that Guillermo del Toro Justice League Dark yeah, movie. That's never going to happen now, but we're going to do. I know, DC. <laughs> uh, more rumors that I just read one that maybe Ben Affleck isn't done with being Batman in the DCEU. And why well, wouldn't you take the easy paycheck? Then you can keep making all the live by nights that you want. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, 
Although, you know, I, I did enjoy what he did with Batman, but I just kind of wish they'd kind of scrap it. We need a younger Batman again, I think. You know, well, Man of Steel 2 and a younger Batman reboot somehow. I don't want Man of Steel 2. I want a movie just called Superman. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> can too. we just have Superman? Yeah. Can we can we have the last 15 minutes of Justice League Superman in a movie for two hours? Yeah. With the trunks? Because that would be sweet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. That's all right, though. They've, they've got to be a little disheartened after the whole Infinity War thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, how it's just like, here, we have we have sucked up all the money. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't, you know, the, the Justice League movie should have been the one to make $3 billion, but it wasn't. It should have. Yeah. It should have. Mm-hmm. If they had if they had done a Superman Batman movie with Christopher Reeve and Michael Keaton back in like nineteen ninety three, that would have yeah, that would have been huge. That would have they could have built on that franchise forever. Oh hell yeah! yeah. <sighs> but what are you gonna do? I'll still probably pay to go see all of them because I'm a fucking idiot like that. Well, I yes, I, I will. I'm looking forward to the Aquaman movie. I don't know. if... Hey, look, man! If you give me swashbuckling ocean adventure, it's a sea monster. So I need lots of sea monsters. Yep. Oh yeah, because I mean, come on, they, they <laughs> giant whales, and I, I, I just dig on the ocean, man. Yeah, you know. Plus, it's got it's it's got it's got Ivan Drago. I have to see it. <laughs> hey, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So that almost yeah. sounds overstuffed, though. You know, Ocean Master. They're supposed to have Black Manta too, and. I don't know, with the lovey-dovey subplot. and you know. Well, you can put Amber Heard on the screen as much as you want. Ooh, sure, sure. <laughs> Make a mirror movie. I'll just go see that. <laughs> Hopefully they get no, I mean, the... She had to get all the way into the ocean to escape from Johnny Depp, so what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Too soon? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Why people keep hiring him for stuff because it's like the last four movies have bombed fucking horribly, but I don't know. It's all right. He's in I... that next uh, Fantastic Beast movie, and that's going to make tons of money. Not because of him, just because it's, yeah. you know, Harry Potter. Yeah. Who In what universe is it like? Did they think people were going to go, oh, good. It's not Colin Farrell, it's Johnny Depp. Yeah, I don't know. That was so stupid. Yeah. Like, oh, the big bad could have been Colin Farrell. No, no, uh, Johnny. <laughs> I he, well, Colin Farrell, you know what? Colin Farrell is, he's he's not doing his, like, the big time Hollywood stuff as much as he, as he when he started, you know? He's kind of going into the more of that character actor route, which is probably better for him because he does have chops and it's just like, you're not Alexander, dude. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you're, you, you are as Irish as it gets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was a weird choice. You were a pretty choice. good Jerry Dandridge in the remake of Fright Night. That movie wasn't great, but yeah, he pulled the role off. You know, but it, he's he's kind of finding that niche of doing the kind of odder character stuff. He's always a better actor when he does shit like that too, like in, in Bruges and stuff like that. I mean, it's you know. Yeah, I was reading they finally cast uh, Bullseye for Daredevil Season 3, and I was kind of hoping it was going to be him. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't uh, even read that yet. Is it Who's anybody? Uh, not for anything I know. Um, but, uh, hey, look, we're getting dead. Uh, we're getting Bullseye, so... Who's finally. Yeah, that's, oh, that's going to be so much fun. There wasn't yes, a name yet, or they just said they've cast him? No, the, the name's on there. I'll, I'll link to it afterwards. Um, 
but it's uh yeah hey bring it on it, it, they're gonna do some some version of born again Pfft, you've got my attention for the 13 hours yes. like i'm not gonna move <laughs> so just bullseye instead of nuke which could actually be better yeah it could work especially since you're not gonna have the avengers to play with yeah because i mean that's the thing that sticks out the most for me is like that two pages where the avengers show up to try to stop nuke and it's like frank miller's description of daredevil talking about the avengers is so iconic to me a like, place that could command a god oh. yeah <laughs> you got it dude uh wilson bethel apparently is the that's that's name. the man yeah cool so. i'm sure i'll maybe recognize a picture of him. let me see here that's the kind of thing I wish they would just not even oh he's a spry looking lad you could do that that's fine he should be spry he's a yeah. master assassin what else have I seen him in hmm. click around yeah <laughs> I'd love to see him be in the bullseye costume too yeah I'm sure they'll do some variation of it even if it's just uh, you know like if he's wearing like a baseball cap with the reticle on it or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, hey, why not? They got they got red in the suit, so. Yeah. We'll see what happens, though. So that's that's all the hero news I got tonight. Um, and yeah, I, I've already seen it. So you guys are in for a weird treat for the next. It gets kind of back on the rails, and then of course spins us right off him again. So, of course, <laughs> probably tomorrow morning. Another time. So I'll try to get finished. these pumped out. Uh, if you guys get a chance, check out the uh, thing I posted in uh, Fear the Walking Dead cast um, and on the Katina uh, Cantina page that I uh, I got a, a singer in my building to do version of Crossroads for me. Um, nice. That sounds pretty neat. Um, and I'm going to get yeah. him to. Actually, my goal is to get him. He's a big black guy that fucking has a voice like you would not believe. And I want to get him to do versions of like all the old superhero freaking themes and shit. That's going to be great. I want to like be this guy's right. manager before I'm done. All right. But, all right, for Pat and Chris, I'm Scott, and this is Weekly Heroics, and keep watching Legion, and uh, we'll see you next week, whenever next week gets here. Bye. Bye.
Trust me, you 